This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNN's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNN's The Real Deal. Featuring our producer, Veronica. It's the Buzz Out Loud featuring Veronica Belmont. <laughs> our podcast. Like guest starring. <laughs> That's true. Except guest starring just doesn't seem quite right. And the boys no. from Boston said we should say featuring, which I think is great. That is, they said that? Yeah, that makes By sense. By special request. Veronica. On Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length. If you're just joining us, we will try to keep the in-jokes to a minimum. Now, um, from here on out. Yesterday, we mentioned the Buzz Report video podcast. Yes. And I got tricked. You were not. How were you tricked? Because y'all made it sound like it was all done and then made me sound like I didn't know what I was talking about because no, no. it wasn't all done. No, 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 The in email the, clearly the email, said. I clearly said we're waiting oh, like for I can iTunes. read. <laughs> oh, we discriminated against Tom because <laughs> he well, can't that read. Well, that stopped me dead in my tracks right there. <laughs> All right. The Buzz Report video is now available on iTunes and will be available every week since it is indeed a weekly show. It's a little um, news show in which I, Molly Wood, make fun of people and i watched uh and i watched it and it was funny yeah yeah oh, thanks. I, was, I mean i watch it all the time anyway but i watched right. it on my itunes and it didn't make it less funny it was, it was still really funny right it will be available every monday okay the monday after the friday that it is released on the website we so should if emphasize you, if you can't, if you can't wait, wait go to the site and stream it from there yes and because even it is if on you, the cnet.com yeah. homepage every friday and but, even if you want to watch it once and then you can download it later and keep it for iTunes forever and have Molly and put it on your little gadgets. Put it in a locket. You can put it on your iPod. Yeah, we we haven't quite gotten to the point of having um, different formats yet, but we're working on it. Yes, because of course the underground format war that continues to rage is now digital video. Mm-hmm. In addition to Indeed. digital music and next generation DVD and also blah, known blah, as blah. the bane of my existence. Yes. Warring formats. That. Yeah, Veronica blah, blah, prevailed blah. against all odds <laughs> to get that on the uh, on the interweb for you. Yes, thanks to Veronica. As always, Veronica gets it all done. She rocks. Aww. Say, who is that new IM buddy you were chatting with this yeah, morning, Molly? Yeah, I, I have a new buddy um, that but they can't spell good and doesn't have good grammar, and then it gave me a virus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Luckily, I Instant was... Instant messaging, people. It wasn't shopping buddy, was it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> a new virus. This is so interesting. A new worm uh, targets users of America Online, AOL Instant Messenger, and actually chats with you. In order to dupe you into clicking on its link, thereby, thereby activating a malicious payload. What does it say? An instant message arrived that states, LOL, that's cool, and includes yeah. a URL to a malicious file. Yes. When users respond, perhaps asking if the attachment contained a virus, the worm replies, LOL, no, it's not, it's a virus. Yeah. Is this a virus? <laughs> and then it's, a, yeah, it's so dumb that it says, no, it's not, it's a virus. I just want to point out there are no apostrophes in the sentences that we have oh, previously determined. Not. No of capital letters not, either. To make it seem more legit, I guess. So you'd have to be pretty dumb, I think, to be like, oh, a new person is chatting with me. I'll click this link. I'll tell you what, I don't answer anybody on IM yeah. unless I know exactly who it is. In fact, Jason Lane, who fills in for Veronica sometimes. Jason Howell. Or Jason Howell, sorry. Who's Jason Lane? Jason Howell uh, IM'd me the other day when you were gone and I didn't recognize his handle at first and I didn't respond for like five minutes and then I was like, oh wait, yeah. that's Jason. <laughs> oh, sometimes you do I'm that like, to me and I was like, sorry. You, uh, no, I know her. I know yours. Almost oh. gave it away. Anyway, security experts say it is a first. This is the first time that a worm has has tried to chat. And I think it's kind of cool in the sense that it could lead to like a new one that has AI and it yeah. can actually just talk to you. No, seriously, this is Bob from, 
you know, we this met on the Jason train or whatever. Broadband. Yeah. I'd be totally. <laughs> oh, I know. Because can you imagine if it could grab your uh-huh. own? Like I mean, it's it could pretty... grab your address book or something? This is just okay. the first salvo, people, in the new yeah. I Am Virus Wars. If it started messaging you under other people's handles, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that would be really bad. I know. Great. Well, thanks for all the ideas, guys. Oh, oh, like they haven't <laughs> thought of it already. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, but somebody who hasn't thought of everything is Sony. <laughs> That was awkward and yet strangely true. (laughs) Uh, So okay, so here's here's the short version. Yesterday, Sony with the EFF by their side came out and announced that we're patching the MediaMax security problem. This is an issue that affected a different set of CDs than the ones involved in the rootkit. And then immediately today, FreedomToTinker.com put up a posting saying, "Yeah, well, you know what? The new patch it's insecure." Yeah, let's back up though to the MediaMax security problem because I'm not sure everyone's heard this story, which is. Awesome. So in addition to the rootkit CDs, there are apparently 5.7 million other Sony CDs that carry copy protection software that opens up a security hole on your computer. Right. And now, this isn't a rootkit. The, the, so the difference not, here is this yeah. particular technology is not hidden from you. No. So it doesn't install itself as a rootkit. It's not so much like the spyware. It's more just like a straight up virus. Yeah. Well, not even the straight up virus. Just more like just bad software. Like 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 Internet Explorer. <laughs> you know, it's just got a big <laughs> also gaping security hole. a lot like hole. a virus. Yeah, I'm just that's kidding. true. <laughs> yes. Uh, creates a big gaping security hole in your computer. So pretty much if you have, let me just drive this home. If you have bought any copy protected Sony BMG CDs recently, you're going to want to go ahead and just take them back and get some, to check out your PC very very carefully because it's a mess after they find out about this or rather i'm sorry find out after they admit that these new cds also have copy protection cd that opens you up to hackers they issued this patch which it turns out is also insecure oops how many i'm gonna go ahead and say it just don't buy their cds don't do it. And the best part about, the, I mean, the worst part about this really is my position has always been, you know what? I don't really buy music off the internet from services like Napster or Repsody or even iTunes because I don't want to mess with the copy protection in the DRM. <laughs> I buy CDs. Right. And then I rip them down so that I have pure MP3s, which is still possible with the Sony BMG, but you kind of have to be an expert user to do it now. Yeah, because it's not safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you don't just know not what you're doing, you do could it. get yourself in trouble. Yeah. This goes back to the arms race thing where we were talking about yesterday. They are so desperate to lock down your use of your music that you legitimately paid for, that they will just mess you up. You know what they've done? They have lowered the safety and usability level of their CDs to the level of downloading music off of Usenet. <gasps> nice. It is It is the same. Re- yep, if you don't know parallel. what you're doing and you're not watching out, you're going to have a security problem. Ooh, That's snap. unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so um, again... Again, don't buy them and don't click links that you get from people in IM if you don't know them. Now, see, what Sony has been missing is that there needs to be a different model for content over the Internet. And that's also something that apparently France is having a problem with as well. Uh, we got this story from Michelle Thatcher, actually, one of our editors here. She I just want to have a contest to see how convoluted the segues can get. <laughs> <laughs> she saw this on Yahoo, and it's basically a story about how European publishers warned Google that they need to stop making money from their content. Now, that seems reasonable. It's not fair Mm. for somebody to take someone else's content and make money off it without their permission. What's what's wrong with that, Molly? (laughs) I think you're baiting me. I am. I think you're trying to instigate a rant. I'm pretending. I will not rant on command. Uh, (laughs) Molly, rant. 
The difference is that Google is a search site. And they're talking about Google News, which I believe doesn't have any ads on its site so that they aren't so that they can specifically say we are not directly making money off of your content. We are simply aggregating your content so that other people can see it. Agence France Presse Why is don't people suing Google over this. Oh, my God. AFP, which is the French news agency, suing them the for pulling together photos and hands. story excerpts from thousands of news websites. That's unbelievable. I don't even, this isn't the first time this issue has come up, actually. I no. mean, obviously, Google seems to be constantly getting hammered by people who say that simply allowing the world to search and find content is somehow an infringement of the rights. Of that well, and they I mean, say something here about like, we're not against indexing and searching, but this isn't indexing and searching. This well, is how? creating your own content. What? Search engines don't reproduce content. Well, yeah, they do. That's a direct quote. Oh, that, no, that's no, no. a direct quote from Google spokesman yeah, Steve Langdon. Search engines do not He's reproduce like, content. Search engines don't reproduce content, but yeah, they do. They reproduce a small portion of it so you can go find the full portion. In fact, Google News is great at driving traffic into news sites. We love it when CNET stories get on Google News yes. because it drives the traffic way up. I, you know, what's their issue? I don't know. They don't. They don't understand. Sacre bleu. Strike two of France this week. Not getting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the weird open source thing, you can't give away free software, and then France, the you shouldn't zone. be able to find our news. I mean, I sort of see, I sort of see the argument that Google News on its own is almost its own sort of publication. Mm -hmm. Like you go there because it's almost like the paper. You know, you can sort by category and you mm -hmm. can see all the news from all the different places. But eventually, if you want more than just that snippet, you're gonna click through. And and that is demonstrated. Yes. I mean, it, we that like I say, we like it. When stories get up there, that's a good thing because we want the traffic. Which um, I don't know it if they know people to our site. But the tra although I'm curious about um, Agence France Press because uh, uh -huh. do they not have their own site? They're a syndicated. Mm -hmm. Are they a, a wire service? Are they like Reuters? Because I think they well, are. Well, they are a wire service. So that, they, that is true. So they but are. Do they have their like Reuters is only available through other sites? Really? Yeah, and I think that may be the case. So if they don't have a syndication agreement with Google then I can kind of see where they're saying you're not, they don't benefit from Google driving traffic to them. So it makes a little more sense that they would be the ones saying, we don't want Google giving access to our content because what they're doing is driving, but then they would be just driving to syndication partners. Right. Which would, that would, you, you which want would that, help, right? but it would just help the partners. It wouldn't help them. Huh. Well, but if your partners benefit, the reason you partner with them is because they want to get something out of your, content yeah so you would want the partners to benefit from your content maybe theoretically but uh, but it, you know if their their contracts presumably don't include i don't know maybe they do it's, yeah it's just con i mean who what partner would say you can have our content as long as not too many people read it well yeah i mean that doesn't make any sense that is in effect but this they probably don't have an agreement with their the people who reprint their content that says if we get such and such impressions we'll pay you more Oh uh, well, that, they're probably they probably have a straight, it, right? con yeah, maybe I'm sure. Maybe it's a uh, well, if we'll have to pay more to get our uh, well, no, but they would be receiving the money. A AFP would presumably be receiving the money in this case. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think they get any more money if a bunch of people go to their partner site. Yeah, but there's still a relationship, right? There's still yeah. the like you want the site want to be happy things. and say like, like yeah, you you're really you're, if you're, you're a wire service, I don't think you care. You just want to get money from as many sources as possible right, to reprint your content. But somebody could cancel the contract if your uh, stuff isn't doing as well as other stuff on the site, right? So Maybe. you want you want to keep the contract. You want your stuff to be very popular on that site. 
Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's how the wire service thing works. I think they only care that they get paid to reprint the content and they don't care how popular it is. And so they're just, well, but they so can- it's short-sighted. I, know, I agree with you there. It's totally short-sighted for them to say, we don't want more readers to see this content. But I think it, I understand that they're saying Google is reprinting parts of the content that other people have to pay to reprint because we ourselves are not hoping to drive traffic to our own site and thereby make advertising res- revenue, you know? Mm. Like I can see why wire services in particular would be the only ones who would have this weird beef that's like, we don't want our content showing up on Google. That's bad. Because everybody stuff. else just wants traffic. But wire service just wants... I think I know what you're saying, which is they... <laughs> Took you long enough. Well... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know what you're saying is that they, they don't... It's not that they don't want their stuff to be popular on their partner sites. It's that they don't want to have it show up anywhere else but the partner sites. And yes. they're not putting two and two together. Exactly. And that's and the part to. that's short-sighted. They need to understand that the more eyes that see your story, the better off you are. But they're saying, no, our business model is we sell our stories to sites. And nobody who doesn't pay doesn't, you know, gets to print it. Meanwhile, Moving on. Adam has told us how to hack Google Print to get whole books out of it. Oh. Well, Adam didn't tell us, but he sent us the link at uh, Dig. So somebody has figured out that. And, and this I closed is, this is, my eyes tightly. This is great. <laughs> All you do is you uh, search on common words like the, a, mm-hmm. an, mm-hmm. and it brings up almost every page and then you can compile them all together. Now, the thing is, how many people are going to go through the trouble of doing the search, pulling in the pages, seeing if any pages didn't have a, an, or the, like it's isn't going to work on a void. Right. Uh, and then... Uh, put all those pages together and then print them out and then say, ha ha, I stole the book. I think that's really interesting though, because didn't Google say that they were only indexing parts of the book? Like a snippet, like an Amazon, the search inside the book thing? No, I think they said they were indexing the whole book, but only displaying parts of the book. That was their defense. Mm. So that's true, right? They're only displaying parts, but you can get all the parts. I see. If you search for a, the, and, but, of, on, and from. Why don't they just index part of the book? Couldn't you, I mean, couldn't you real reasonably Because the idea is you want a complete search, right? Same reason that you index a whole web page. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that if they really did want to, you know, like compromise with the copyright holders. They don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they, they could. Because well. nobody's really going to not buy a book because they can go and do this hacked together Boolean search on well, Google. And then somebody's going to, but not that many people. No, yeah, so. not, not that many people. Don't get literal on me. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, some interesting behavior from Warner Music and uh, Mad Dog Steve Jobs update involving Real. So this is going to be interesting. It's coming up in a sec. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. Okay. It's just they don't get it day. It is kind of they don't get it day. <laughs> Looking at our lineup, it's a bunch of people who don't get it. The latest person not to get it is Warner Music, which really is frankly not surprising at all, who has gone after a web browser that displays, that it, it's a program that displays the lyrics of any currently playing track in iTunes. Is it so a widget? It's a, well, it's a, is it a widget? It's, That's a good question. It's called Peer Lyrics. It's like an extension or something. Yeah, and it gets the lyrics from either the ID3 Pair. tag in the MP3 file or from different websites and then just displays the lyrics. So it's kind of a mini browser. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't think it's a widget because it's in iTunes. I think it's more like a plugin. It's like an oh, okay. extension yeah. 
for iTunes. So it's cool, and people like song lyrics, and sometimes they even just uh, transcribe them and put them up on their websites, which I'm sure Warner would object to too. And indeed, Warner sent the author of this program a cease and desist letter. But what he's doing is he's created a program that displays content that is either already in the MP3 or he's like a browser. He's displaying lyrics off of a web page. Now, presumably some of these websites are licensed to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And presumably others are not. And a lot of them are user submitted too. A lot of the lyric sites. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even equate it to Google news. I would equate it more to a browser. Yeah. It's yeah. Essentially they say it's a specialized web browser. Yeah. Somehow in violation of their copyrights. But, and this is the salient graph, the author doesn't have the time or money to risk a lawsuit, so he panicked and pulled it. And there you go. I mean, that's what's going on a lot and of times. Whether this is a violation of copyright or not, we will never know. So well, you are, know what? There are lots of widgets that do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure Warner's got a, a lawyer, a well-paid lawyer, just dedicated to that task. And we don't hate that lawyer. We just hate everything he does. Buzz off, Warner Music. <laughs> Rob Glazer! Yeah, okay. You Cozy go, up go. with, I'm moving on. <laughs> go, Molly. <laughs> Rob Glazer. You know... This involves Apple and Real. <laughs> two of our favorite topics. It's like a full meal. We've been talking a lot about Real lately. Uh, Rob Glazer has cozied up with Microsoft, finally, after all this time. And, and now, who is Rob Glazer? Rob Glazer, I'm sorry. The CEO of Real Networks. So, that's, that's our starting point today. Mm-hmm. He is attacking... Well, so Real has been actually going after Apple and Steve Jobs for a while over iPod and iTunes interoperability, primarily because they want songs from their real online store to be able to play on the iPod, which makes a lot of sense. Now, he just is having kind of a public hissy fit about it, which I think is awesome. And he's saying that um, Steve Jobs won't allow this interoperability out of sheer pig-headedness. But he said it in front of everyone at the Digital Living Conference. I know! Oh, yeah, it's totally public hissy fit. He said... uh, (laughs) There's no reason we should penalize Apple customers for Steve's pig-headedness. You know, that's just one of those things that he forgot he wasn't in a conference room. And then he said, Steve makes for a good pinata because he's taken a position against interoperability. These people should be pressuring him to change because they have leverage over him. Cool. Let me uh, play real uh, video files on any media player then. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, you know what? Can I play real files in iTunes? Rob, you might be right about Mad Dog, but you have the same issue. Glass house, Steve. You're living in a glass Rob. house. Steve and Rob are both living in glass houses. Oh, Rob. Yeah, they are. I met Rob. Yes. But Steve a- anyway, is. Anyway, yeah. You know, Steve's know. not the one calling anyone pig-headed this time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like when CEOs call names. <laughs> when CEOs attack. Uh, Xbox problems have uh, taken a new turn, according to Joystick. We got this uh, via John G. Sent us an email. Apparently, the Xbox scratches up the discs when you put them in. Somebody should sue. <laughs> <laughs> that's the all-american way <laughs> don't sue just take it back for crying out loud numerous anecdotal reports from around the gamosphere as joystick calls it uh, right. says that vertical orientation alone does not scratch the dvds horizontal orientation alone does not scratch the D- dvds it's the movement in the xbox 360 during play oh the movement itself oh so they the say DVDs. like someone could be running through the house Someone could be showing off the cool way that the light moves itself. So sitting peacefully on a cabinet shelf, it's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, in here in San Francisco, for instance, earthquake scratched. Oh, yeah. Even a little baby one. And this does make sense, actually, because it it could be just the location of the disc and when you leave the disc in. But that since the Xbox 360 stands vertically, it's mm-hmm. much more likely to move than the previous design, which laid on its side. 
Of course, uh, it, uh, Joystick does admit that sometimes customers might be committing fraud by purposefully <laughs> destroying games that they can then exchange for store credit <laughs> to buy new games. <laughs> yeah. And I just want always that. I just want to remind you guys that if you go and exchange your stuff for store credit, you'll actually make more money than you would if you joined a class action lawsuit. So seriously, don't sue. <laughs> okay, you're going to say, so seriously, just return them. <laughs> if your Xbox is broken, take it back. Don't sue. One of the boy from Boston, VJ actually, uh, sent us this. Uh, it's the Creative Zen Vision M. You should explain the long thread of emails that he was uh, engaged in regarding right. whether you should get the new iPod. So we got not. a great, yes, we got a great email from the boys from Boston who originally said you should totally get the fifth generation video iPod because it's super and we love it. But then now they decided that I should actually get the creative, the new Creative Zen Vision M, not the old Creative Zen Vision, but the Vision M. Because it turns out it's the same thing. <laughs> Molly was like, oh, yeah, is this the same? Until I brought it up on the screen that she's like, oh. Oh, seriously. Go. Oh it's on Engadget now. It looks just like the video iPod. I mean. Really? Except it, for the click wheel. The click wheel is not round. It's almost identical. It's a click oblong. Yeah. <laughs> but and, even- and oh, it's totally different. though. it comes in green. Oh, well, there you go. There's no video iPod that comes in green. Love it. Love I don't know it. when this is supposed to come out. The interface is totally different, though, also, because it has FM radio. <laughs> hey, that <laughs> makes <laughs> it different. I, you got to love creative. They, they, when they say they're going to war with Apple, they're not kidding. I haven't seen a release date on this, though, but it yeah. is pretty, pretty cool looking. We'll have well, to get James on this. It's, yeah, it seems unclear. It seems unlikely that this will ever actually hit the market, given the flood of um, lawsuits that are headed creative's way. But it looks pretty cool. So uh, iTunes is doing a little uh, variable pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I pulled this up out of order, but... Uh, I don't care. It's so interesting. I just want to get to it. So we talked yesterday about the uh, the new TV shows in the music store, right? Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the Conan O'Brien and the Tonight Show and Law and & Order, Woo-hoo! for instance. Oh my God, it really does look just like the video iPod. <laughs> oh, you just got the page to load. Veronica has a slow computer. <laughs> uh they are charging $1.99 per episode for Conan O'Brien. Sorta. Uh, if you want to buy the segment that's anywhere from 7 to 12 minutes long. Right. If you'd like the whole episode, like the hour-long episode, they have two. They're both special editions, and they're 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And if you what? want any... Yeah, and if you want any entire episodes of Conan, you have to buy a six-episode pack, basically the entire season. They cost ru- uh, close to $28, making each episode about four fifty. dollars yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then Late Night with uh, with Jay, or The Tonight Show with, with Jay Leno, they only have two episodes. They're both five-minute segments, and they don't even sell shows. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't see that in the press release. No, I missed that in the yeah. press release, too. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is why they had that posting on Craigslist for the guy to deal with pricing. I think we've solved that mystery now. I think it's a little unfortunate that Steve Jobs caved. Obviously, this is a result of the licensing agreement and what they had to do to get NBC to license all this content. But boy, NBC. We'll finish the conversation on this because we got some emails that we want to get to later on. Yes. Uh, Quickly, (laughs) lifegem.com. I saw this on Boing Boing. This is just disturbing. This is just a weird website. But they will turn your loved one into a diamond after they pass on. Pets, oh, wait, this is old. Pets and loved ones. Oh, yeah, you've seen, this? A while, a you've while seen ago. this a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in other news, in other bits, <laughs> that's too gross. To, it's kind of like pressure cooking. To dwell on. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. Pressure yeah. cooking, Grandpa. It's the next step from the vase of the ashes. You okay. Know, just wear it around okay. your wrist. Okay. <laughs> creepy, creepy. Gardner is advising its clients not to deploy Blackberries 
Gross. Oh, more bad news for Blackberry. That's creepy too. That's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, in the wake of obviously the lawsuit, and as we await uh, any possible, everybody judgment. wants them, but nobody wants to risk having to deal with all that. No one stuff. wants to risk having it turned off. All right, we have a good point on the whole uh, ISP debate, SBC and Bell South idea of limiting bandwidth for certain websites. Uh, call from Eric. Hey, my name is Eric. I just wanted to make a point about SBC and Bell South. They're planning on charging companies on their. Fios fiber optic, which is going to be a lot faster than just regular DSL, and no one else is going to be really producing those speeds. Have a good day, and I enjoy the podcast. Bye. Ooh, danger. Yeah, that's a good point because mm-hmm. uh, Candy Myers, our boss's our boss boss, mm-hmm. uh, was telling me that her brother or her uncle or somebody has fiber coming to their house soon. Like one of the first people <gasps> to get it. Like total dreamland. I want that. But yeah, if Except you get I don't that, want that from you're Bell totally South or at the SBC. mercy. And who else are you going to get oh, it from? Oh, God. Good point. See? That is, pro- that is actually a good point. And scary. Doug from Seattle says he had a positive experience with Sony. In an effort to be balanced. Hey, Tom, Molly, and Veronica. It's Doug from Seattle. I uh, love your show. Keep up with good work. Just wanted to let you know... Uh, I've had a positive experience with Sony, and uh, since you guys have been ragging on them lately, I wanted to uh, tell you about it. I had I bought a PSP. Very first day that I had it, I dropped it in my fireplace and damaged it, and some debris was loose in the screen, and it was just pitiful. Anyway, I played with it for a while, and I was like, well, I'm just going to pay to have it fixed. So I call Sony, and they tell me to send it back and I do and I'm expecting to pay for this and uh, three weeks later I get a brand new or at least a refurbished one um, perfectly good refurbished one in the mail and at no cost to me so I was quite pleased about that just wanted to let you know they have at least one pleased customer thanks bye that's good that's amazing that's, that's amazing. the way it should work dude you dropped your PSP in a fireplace yeah, I want to wait, know, I want to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Could you call us back? <laughs> I was trying to really feel the flames. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how that happened. Either that or he was up on the chimney. We got a bunch of emails. Uh, I got a bunch of, <laughs> like Santa. I got a bunch of emails about This American Life, which I didn't even realize is as popular as it is, even though I like it. Um, most people wanted to know, like, hey, you said BitTorrent? Did you find it on BitTorrent? Um, I should be clear. I was speaking hypothetically like I'd rather get it on BitTorrent than somewhere else. Um but there are ways to get it as an MP3 file that are legal. One of them is Audible. And uh, we had one uh, reader who, or listener who said that those prices seem crazy expensive. And what do you think of Audible in general? Audible is very near and dear to my heart. I'm a big audiobook fan. And I can tell you that the most cost-effective way to do it is the subscription packages. Because then the books end up being a little cheaper than they would be if they were hardback. And you just pay once and then download. All right. From then on. You can also... Um, Record the streams to MP3, which is currently not legal. And I on Metafilter, if you look, if you Google for Metafilter and um, uh, and This American Life, you'll find a bunch of different ways to do it. Dave from Brentwood Bay, British Columbia, is outraged at two dollars for a television show. He's probably also outraged because he's Canadian, and I don't think a lot of these things are available from the <laughs> iTunes Music Store up there. But uh, it's stifling the urge to say that anyone participating. He is stifling the urge to say that anyone participating in this marketing scam should get a life. Well, and he's it's not- like taking a bath in bottled water because you'll feel fresher. Well, yeah, he, Dave. You're saying that we shouldn't pay $2 for shows that we can see free on the air, but the fact is we're talking about shows that in some cases are no longer on the air, and it's a heck of a lot less 
money than buying the DVD to pay $2 to watch Knight Rider, which is really all you should be paying. To which he responds in his last line of that paragraph, you actually <laughs> believe that convenience is worth $1.99? It's not convenience. The stuff when is I not was on the young, air. $1.99 could buy yeah. a house. It is content purchasing. I don't think it's that. I mean, yeah, if it's lost and I could have just watched it on my TV and it's at the most recent episode, then that's one thing. Yeah. But if it's last, the first season of Battlestar Galactica, which is not in reruns, then it's content that I want to have. I don't it's see what the big deal is. Cheaper than buying a DVD, although it doesn't look as good. And yes, obviously, buying TV off the internet is not as good as helping starving children in Africa. That, I think we're well aware. That's almost like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Rennie from Canada. Thanks, Dave. Rennie from Canada says he can't get iTunes videos. Which um, makes me wonder, yeah. He loves hearing all about them, but <laughs> gee, he would like to get, even. he would even consider purchasing CBC content. Aww. That's how far he would... No, it's not that bad. I've watched the CBC. There's some good stuff on there. Tommy responds to our caller or emailer, I can't remember actually, who had the problem with the iPod in Alaska because um, <laughs> he couldn't turn the click wheel with his gloves. This is awesome. He says he was watching Good Morning America. Tommy was and saw a product called Tavo Gloves, Tavo, T-A-V-O, mm-hmm. which are gloves developed specifically for use with the iPod. They have yeah. special electrically conductive metallic fabric in the pad of the index finger and thumb. Yeah, they're ugly. Whatever, man. If you're freezing, if you're, you're freezing in Alaska, and you need some tunes. And you need your tunes. You don't care what you look like. Maybe also if you live in Alaska. Fashion over function. And you Tom. can't take your gloves off okay. to turn your Fashion iPod wheel. Over Folks, function. guess which one's Just from make... Boston and which one's from the upper Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi. I know a little from cold. We should talk about this later. Um, yeah. Oh, right. mm. let's not go there. Windchill. Tavoproducts.com. The gloves cost around $35. I might also suggest a really long playlist to get you through the times when you're outside. Uh, a couple of real quick ones. Craig on uh, wrote us in on the TiVo overlap functionality. which Yeah, he says really he cool. just got it, which if you're not aware, TiVo, the standalone TiVo now, protects you from those stupid networks who try to schedule their shows to run like two minutes long just to bug you and screw up your TiVo, which is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do a little too... Dave might be right about me, actually. I might be a little too fired up about TV. <laughs> Maybe I should start volunteering. <laughs> well, it, this, is a, this is a good time to consider it, the holidays. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. That's it. Give us That's a all. call. 1-800-616-CNET. You can email us, and we will interpret your emails with dance, or at least read them. Uh, <laughs> buzz at CNET.com. And uh, go to our forums, forums.cnet.com, and get in on the conversation there. See you there.